Thanks for tuning in to the Lean 911 podcast where you'll have a voice directly from the Gemba. I will rely on my three decades of lean successes as well as my failures to answer your most challenging questions regarding your lean transformation. I'm your host, Mark Deluzio, President and CEO of Lean Horizons Consulting and the Principal Architect of the Danaher Business System. Looking forward to your questions now. Let's go to the Gemba. Welcome to Episode 17 of Lean 911. My name is Mark Deluzio. And uh, today we're going to talk about daily management. There's a lot of, uh, I think, confusion about daily management, a lot of confusion about how it's done, why it's done, and all that. And this all is associated, quite frankly, with what we call Gemba Walks. How many people have been on Gemba Walks and spent, you know, an hour a day in the morning walking from point to point within a factory, let's say, or within a you know an office environment? And basically looked at all these charts and all these figures and walked away saying, did I just waste an hour of my life or two hours or whatever the heck it might have taken? Now, I've come to realize that Lean has taken on a transformation that isn't the way I learned it originally. We learned, of course, from Shingajitsu, which were the... uh, the lieutenants, first lieutenants of Hayashiono. And quite frankly, they never had us walk around looking at Gemba boards. Uh, I'm not saying that's the wrong thing to do. It's just not something that they did. And they thought if you had a problem, you didn't talk about it the next day, you addressed it right there, right on the spot. Now, I'm not trying to say Gemba boards are a bad thing. I think done right and correctly, they are something that could add a lot of value. However, my take is that most companies uh, do Gemba walks and put up all the Gemba boards to virtual signal to others that they're doing lean. They've got all the posters and they've got all the you know, yellow tape on the floor and all the right things hanging around. And and you walk through and say, wow, it's a really lean company. But then you ask yourself, hey, can you show me your standard work? Oh, well, we haven't done standard work yet because we're not ready for it yet. We've got to fix some of our problems first before we can do standard work. Not realizing that standard work is the way to fix problems. Uh, and then you ask the question, well, geez, you know, how many years have you been here? You've been here 10 years and the problems haven't been fixed. What magical thing is going to happen overnight so that tomorrow your problems will be fixed or you can do standard work? So the bottom line is there's a lot of fundamentals and basics, and I think I talk about that in other podcasts that we should be thinking about. But many times these Gemba Gemba walks and these, these you know KPI daily management boards Uh, nobody wants to say that they're a waste of time because they don't want to signal that they, quite frankly, are not with the program. So everybody kind of goes through the motions. There's a lot of virtual signaling going on. Hey, look at me, I'm doing lean. And nobody has the courage. And and quite frankly, I think in today's culture, um, it's probably not unusual and not uh, surprising to me that nobody would open their mouth and say, hey, this is a waste of time. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. Again, if done right, I think Gemba boards can work and Gemba walks can be valuable. 
in terms of how you think about them. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, I think Gemba Boards has been translated into We're Doing Lean, along with putting up the right posters and what have you. And all of that amounts to, quite frankly, fake lean. So let's talk about Gemba Boards. I'm going to, for those of you looking onto the YouTube video, I'm going to be showing a screen here. Uh, I want to kind of walk through what exactly a, a daily management system should consist of. But for those of you not watching, don't worry. You won't lose a thing. I just want to make sure that uh, those who understand they're not watching, uh, there is a visual here I'm referring to. So <clears throat> one of the things that I see in these Gemba slash daily management setups uh we usually are boards that look at safety, quality, delivery, cost, or some you know permutation thereof. And there are a bunch of data, a bunch of charts, a bunch of statistics that are up there. Many times graphs with no goal lines, but even if they have them, we're recording a lot of data. Now, the data that record on these boards are usually what I would call lagging indicators. They're not indicators that are leading indicators that could be very helpful to us. So in other words, like I, I use the example of losing weight. If you want to lose weight, yeah, sure. You got to get on a scale and check your pounds from time to time to make sure that you're, you know, you're progressing. But the that's a lagging indicator. That kind of tells you a lagging result. But a leading indicator might be metrics such as how many calories did I eat yesterday? Or how many, how much exercise did I do? How much sleep did I get? What's my nutrition? All that kind of, you know, those kind of metrics are leading indicators that would, in fact, be better indicators if the scale went the wrong way. I can go back and say, well, you know, I know why the scale went backwards today, because I ate 5,000 calories. <laughs> okay. So I can at least now start doing some semblance of problem solving and focusing my attention on the things that need my attention. So many times, take a look at your Gemba boards, take a look at your KPIs. Are they leading or lagging indicators? I'm going to guess that most of your, you know, your your targets, your your KPIs, key performance indicators are lagging indicators. Looking at what was our productivity, what was our quality, what was our on-time delivery, that kind of thing. What about the leading indicators? What was our safety? Well, how about recording how many violations we had to uh, our PPE, protective uh, personal protective equipment, people not wearing earplugs, people not wearing you know eyeglasses, safety glasses, uh, safety helmets, whatever your PPE happens to be. How many violations do you have? And what are you doing to address those violations? Because there is a correlation that says, hey, look, if I if I attack those Leading indicators, my safety results, which is the lagging indicator, you know, lost time accidents, for example, will get better. All right. So so take a look at that when you look at your Gemba boards. Now, we come up with all these measures. And along with these measures, we come up with supposedly some hard tools. So we have hard tools around quality and single minute exchange to die and TPM and things like that. So we have all these you know, processes per se, 
but we don't assign the work standards to the people that matter in order to not only execute, but maintain and sustain and improve those particular standards. So for example, single minute exchange and I, I might put up a chart, let's say even on a machine that says, hey, here's my changeover times. And I start tracking, right? But what are the things that have to happen from a value stream manager's leader uh, perspective, from a team leader's perspective, from an operator's perspective, in order to assure that the standards are maintained. I want to look at those. And if I don't have the job descriptions and work standards, by the way, notice I didn't say standard work. That is a totally different thing. And I think I addressed that in another video. But standard work is composed of three components, tech time, work sequence, and standard work in process. Work standards are what are those things that have to happen on a periodic basis? You know, maybe the, the team leader at nine o'clock has to go check a particular process or, or, you know, verify a quality check somewhere else in the process, whatever. Um, those are work standards. If we don't take the soft tools, all these job descriptions and work standards and tie them into the hard tools, we'll never maintain them. So our daily management or KPIs, if you will, need to be consistent with what we're looking at here and assuring that not only are we improving, but we're maintaining and adhering to the standards that we set. Now, once I have a standard, I should set it up where I can easily detect abnormalities to that standard. So therein lies a problem. I have a standard that says I should be performing at X. I'm only performing at Y. I've got a deviation. That deviation fundamentally has to be looked at and understood. So now I go right back into root cause problem solving. On a priority basis, I can't, you know, do five Y and Pareto analysis for every single problem I have every day, but I have to prioritize them. And I want to do problem solving, and I may have to run a Kaizen event. The Kaizen event will then instill a new standard. So I now have an improved standard in which to work for. Now, with that said, I've got to change my work standards to make sure it's reflective you know, again, from you know the value stream managers perspective, team leaders, and so forth, that their work is reflective of the new standard so I can maintain and sustain that standard, which is very important. So so that's the kind of role here. Now, if you're putting up you know daily management boards and doing Gember walks and you don't know how to solve problems, then quite frankly, you wasted your time up a lot of nice wallpaper and those Gemba walks turn into something like this. Hey, Charlie, when is that park going to be in? Oh yeah. Two o'clock. We got the vendor bringing in at two. Oh, that's great. Are you going to work on it on third shift? Yeah, we're going to do that. Okay, great. Hey, Hey, Margaret, uh, when is machine number 452 going to be back up and running? Guys are working on that right now and it should be up by four o'clock this afternoon. Okay. That's great. Keep me posted. That's not a Gemba walk. That's not what we want to do here, right? So that's more of an expediting meeting. And quite frankly, those kind of discussions should happen at the appropriate time and not have to wait for a morning meeting, all right? So I think we've all been there. I think we've all seen it now. I was just at a particular company that had 11 lines, very similar lines, and they were recording all the problems that they had on these lines. Well, Eight of those 11 lines all had issues due with water and a chiller. 
Okay, well, that's an equipment issue. And uh, it may have been, I think the, the problem with the water might have been a viscosity issue or contamination. Whatever it was, doesn't matter. So now you say to yourself, am I going to do eight you know, problem-solving events? Or am I going to look at this to see if all of those issues are common and then go after it, attack it, and then, you know, once I've solved the problem, spread it across the other seven lines or perhaps 11 lines and uh, do Yokoten, what the Japanese call Yokoten, which is spread best practices. So I see those companies that, that do a lot of data collection and collect all the data, they're collecting on reams and reams and reams of handwritten paper that you can't make any sense out of. So there are techniques and tools maybe beyond the scope of this uh, webinar, but there are techniques that you can start tracking not only what it is you're going to work on on a priority basis, but also test whether or not your problem solving is working because there's a difference between problem solving and problem fixing. I was at a client where a, uh, a PC board blew on a particular piece of equipment. So <clears throat> their version of problem solving was this. When is that board going to be up and running? Hey, we got it up and running in two hours, man. Good job, guys. Right? That's problem fixing. Problem solving is to figure out why did the board go out? Why didn't we know about it in advance? Was it a defective board from a supplier? Was it the fact that we just let it run until it burnt out and don't have a PM program to replace it or check it? You know, all these things we have to be looking at, always going back to the process. What process broke? so that this problem doesn't happen again. Maybe I need an IoT device to sense heat on that board so that I get an early warning that says, hey, change out that board. Maybe I already know the board's good for a certain amount of time or certain amount of you know uh, opera hours of operation. Well, then I should incorporate that into my TPM program. So these are the kind of things we want to look at. It's not about going and fix that PC board. It's finding out why did it blow and what about our process would have prevented that. That's real problem solving. Okay, so this is all a key. And again, you got this cycle of standardized detecting abnormalities, hopefully visually, so it pops right up. You do your root cause problem solving in Kaizen and create a new standard. But if I don't marry the hard tools with the soft tools, then I'm never, ever going to truly advance in daily management. So I'll leave it at that, short but sweet. Just want to make sure that daily management is not about putting up boards and standing there and talking about yesterday's news. As a matter of fact, most people think that's lean, and it's not, right? That's a small element of lean, but not done right. It's a waste of time. Maybe there's an eighth waste we should be talking about. So keep that all in mind as you go through and get real value out of what you're doing here. Don't virtual signal and don't do fake lean. Thank you very much. My name is Mark Deluzio, and I'm with Lean 911. And you can go to lean911.com for this podcast or go to any of your favorite podcasts that are out there today, Apple Podcasts or whatever, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Lean 911 podcast. I'll be happy to address your questions or feedback on future episodes. Email me at mark at lean911.com. You can check out our other episodes by visiting our website at lean911.com, our YouTube channel, 
wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your host, Mark DeLuzio. Thanks for listening. 